Welcome back to the DOV Family Podcast, everyone. We're here for the first family life chat of the season in our studio now. It's pretty nice, huh? We got this new studio set up. The chance we look like we know what we're doing now, like real podcasters, not just face on the screen. So Fathers Jacob Cother from Our Lady of Sorrows and Father Christopher Fuchs from St. Mary's in Victoria, both here with us today. How are you both doing today? I'm doing really well. I'm excited about uh, this podcast and... uh, yeah, the setup is great. I love it. It is. I'm so glad not to have to wear those headphones. <laughs> I, uh, my setup, how I had it, it was always a delay, and oh, it was just messed up my mind. I can't understand how those those people do it uh, on on TV with the little earphone, the earbuds, you know, having them talking to it. Anyway, I feel I feel bad. You used to come to the chancery to do that, and it still had that setup. But now we look, yeah. we're legit. We're podcasters now. So we are going to keep talking about topics relevant to families in these episodes. And this first one, coined by Father Jacob, is a good question. What is the good news? And why should it be good to me? So the good news, fathers, what is that? You know, is it, can it ever get old? Does it ever go bad? What, what, is, what does that mean as Christian? We always talk about the good news. What is the good news? So who wants to go first? Well, I can take a stab at it, and uh, I mean, there's really no one way to summarize the good news. Uh, it's it can be uh, proclaimed in a number of different ways, but there's one that I heard uh, from Christophonic on Formed.org, and he summarized it basically like this: that uh, first, God made us; He's He's real; He loves us; He made us in love, and He has a plan for us. Uh, but we rejected that plan and we kind of broke, uh, broke everything, but he didn't give up on us. He wanted to, to fix it. He wanted to redeem us. And he did that by sending his son, Jesus to die and rise, uh, and open up a way into heaven. Now we are invited to have a relationship with Jesus and faith, trust in him and, and, and believe that he is who he said, uh, he is. Uh, and to be immersed in his community of disciples uh, through life in the church that he started. So that's basically the five kind of main points of the good news. I think um, if we wanted to reduce it to just one thing, something that's very popular that everyone knows this, is John Mm 3.16. This is a, a, a beautiful summary of the good news of the gospel. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son so that everyone who believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Mm -hmm. I mean, doesn't that sum it up? Yeah, that's a lot easier. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's on so many billboards at football games, Father. John 3, 16. Here's the five-point plan. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you gotta. You, there's, there's a lot to delve into that. So you're, the, the, maybe that's the next step is to learn okay, the five yeah. point. Okay. First, first learn John three sixteen, and then once you got that that down, learn the the five point plan that, that, that <laughs> yes, Father yeah. Jacob has. Well, when I was in college, uh, I had someone show me the bridge illustration. Another way, yep. um, where you know, in the garden, right, man was walking with God. They were in perfect union and harmony. Sin created that division, right? And God is on his life, right? And then that death through sin, man's over here on their own. Mm-hmm. So God had to build a bridge, which of course is 
the cross, right? So, um, you know, that in essence is the good news that Christ came to bring us back to life. But the, the point I think that I didn't hear sometimes in this bridge illustration that, that you brought up in point five was life in his church, yes. right? That mm-hmm. his church and salvation are, are linked. They cannot be separated. So I don't know if you'd like to talk about that a little bit. Why, why is the church such an integral part of the message of salvation? Yeah, that, that's a good one. And, and you're right. I don't think we talk about that enough. Or even as Catholics, I don't know if we really see the church as an aspect of the good news. Mm-hmm. Probably something usually like that's, that's over us or that controls us or, um, or whatever other image that you want to use with the church. Um, but the church, I think, is an aspect of the good news because it's the way that we come to know Jesus. It's the way that um, we can hear his word, that uh, he speaks to us, and that he gives us his grace in his life. So it's it's the way that uh, what he did for us uh, in redemption is applied to us. Um that's, I mean, that the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, I mean, isn't that kind of what we talk about in, in, in theology of the church being like the sacrament of Christ? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's our, it's how we receive that life of, of Christ, um, you know, in us, I guess, very practically real, you know, in, in, in us right now. It's, it's through the church, uh, which, of course, has these seven sacraments, and, mm-hmm. which are beans of grace. Uh, but, yes, yeah, all connected to... Uh, to Jesus, our life in Jesus. You know, uh, I, I love the study, like the etymology of words and kind of how they're all connected. Yeah. So you know, we're saying good news right now. Another word that's often uh, used that means the same thing as the gospel. The gospel comes from, I think, the Germanic English uh, bell or something like that. Okay. Good, good news. Uh, and, um, and so we know, we know we're familiar with the gospels, uh, the life of Christ. That's the, the encapsulates the, the, the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, another one is uh, uh, the Evangelion. Uh, comes from the Latin, so evangelical. It's, it's the, 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 the good news. Um, so we're speaking about, about Christ and being even evangelical, <laughs> spreading that gospel, that good news to, to others. So, so yeah, even, even Catholics are called to be evangelical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, well, on that point, I mean, something you said, Father, is the church invites us into that relationship, sends message of salvation. I'm sure anyone listening, whether they are Catholic or another denomination or um, aren't practicing right now, they can trace back to a time a Catholic missionary spoke to someone in their family line. So that message of salvation came from the church to draw us back to the church, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the church is why we have the Bible. Um, it's why we have, uh, well, the liturgy, um, uh, our prayers. It's, it's through the church. It has to be given through another person. That's, that's how Jesus did it when he first came. He uh, invited, uh, called uh, disciples and apostles to him. And then he used them to go out and to spread the good news. So it, it, it doesn't ever happen in a vacuum. It's always mm-hmm. connected to other people. So, um, you know, Father Christopher, you brought up John three sixteen for God so loved the world in, um, you know, the global aspect, but also speaking individually, the good news. So, so what aspects of our life, what did Jesus come to save us from or redeem us from? Was it 
wealth and happiness that he promised us? Was it financial success or was it something more? Yeah, where did he come to redeem? He came to redeem everything that he took on. Uh, for if there's something that Jesus himself did not take on himself, then, then, then it's not redeemed. So Jesus is, is uh, God and man. He took on you know, our, our, our physical selves, our, our soul. He took on um, human emotions. He took on our, our way of living. All of that is what is, you know, elevated, was, what is, is, you know, crucified on the cross with them, what is redeemed. Um, and, and so that's what, he changes all of those things. Everything of what it means to, to be human. Mm-hmm. He, he, he elevates and brings to himself. Yeah, uh, well, like there's the idea of recapitulation. Like um, he's the head of a new creation. Mm. So everything has changed in Jesus. He came to create a whole new thing. Behold, I make all things new. Like yeah. in the Passion uh-huh. of the Christ when he looks at his mother. Yeah. Set yeah. line. Yeah. 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 No. Um, yeah. When he became, uh, he took on a human nature. He did. He changed everything. It changed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that um, stain of sin and death that we talked about from Genesis, that didn't just impact our relationship with God; it impacted our relationship with other people too, right? I mean, the effects of sin isn't isn't just about our relationship with God; it impacts everything. But um, Christ came to redeem that. So so through Him, not just in our relationship with God, but also in in other wounds we've had in our lives, Jesus can redeem all of that, right? And make us whole again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so he came to do that in a concert with everything, to, to make everything new, but he also wants to make you new mm-hmm. and me new. Uh, he wants to uh, heal uh, everything that was broken in us. So that's, um, I guess, what we're saved from. You know, uh, there's so much in our lives and, and experience uh, you know the, the things that we think are going to make us happy. Like yeah. you mentioned that you know, is, did Jesus come just to give us pleasure or wealth or whatever it was? Uh, but we know that whenever we're choosing those things, like all the fleeting things in the world, it it doesn't it doesn't last. It leaves us empty. It makes us broken, uh, and we end up becoming slaves of it. So Jesus wants to uh, free us. Mm-hmm. He wants to take us out of that sin. From the bondage. Yeah, from the bondage, from anything that's not giving us fullness of life. And he wants to make us new. He wants to give us something better. He, he, he redeems those things too, doesn't he? Like uh, wealth and happiness. Um, he teaches us how we should, you know, handle our possessions and our wealth. Jesus speaks about money i mean all the time <laughs> in the gospel and he's, he's presenting us a, a vision a way of of living and, and view of our possessions that's yeah. that's going to elevate us that's going to redeem us you know our happiness a certain way of looking at really what is what is happiness and what should really be we be aiming for yeah that's a good point i mean because we can probably give the impression a lot that god so he wants to make us new but does that mean that I have to lose everything? That I gotta be somebody that I'm not? And then I gotta be like this weird kind of Christian that I have in my head or something. Right. You know, I, I can't be happy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to live on the streets or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta give everything away. Uh, 
that's a good way to put it. He wants to redeem those things. Just yeah. order it and lift it up yeah. uh, and make us more of who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is beautiful. So I think a good thing to talk about is how does someone accept the gift of salvation, <laughs> right? Is this, is this a one-time moment or is this something that is a, that is a commitment that can be made on our behalf when we're little. It's something that plays out over time. So you're asking if we're Catholic. Or yeah, Catholic. exactly. <laughs> How does one... I'll bring it back because I kind of gave away my leanings as I was asking the question, a little biased question there. How does, how does one accept the gift of salvation, Father? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it can be simply put, it's, it's um, through His grace. You know, it's through through really the the work of God in our life that we're able to to accept that through the church, through the sacraments, through baptism. That's the first time we receive God's life into our soul, uh, where we become children of God. Um, and I guess it's you know the the the, the whole goal of, of of our life is that we we keep that that union with him so again i kind of i kind of like to like to it helps me at least to frame it in that in that uh sense of of life connecting my life in christ's life Mm -hmm. and 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 that that connection is how you know we accept it how it um how how we're saved Mm -hmm. how we're justified yeah, I, I would. I totally agree. That's a great way to put it. Uh, just to summarize it with that one word, it's grace. That's how we get into heaven. That's how we're saved from sin. Uh, we, we receive freedom. And, and grace is just the gift of God's supernatural life. It's not something that we can earn or mm-hmm. work for. Um, it's, it's not something that we can create on our own. Uh, it's, it is something greater than us. And it's something that we need in order to live in heaven. Uh, I, I heard, uh, heard it put like this. Our need for grace to be in heaven is kind of like um, us needing a spacesuit to be on the moon. Mm. Like you, you can't live on the moon can't. without oxygen or uh, you know, without that suit. You can't live in heaven without God's supernatural life in you. It's just something that we need. Um, he needs to lift us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess the way that we receive his supernatural life uh, is by asking for it because it's a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would um, imply trust in him and, and so therefore faith in him. And then, um, and then we have all the riches in the Catholic Church, all the sacraments where we can see grace active. And like we can... And they're effective means of, yeah. of, of you know communicating you know giving that grace to us and in, in, in printing them in our lives yeah it works and that's the beautiful thing about the sacraments that they do what you know they say they you know they're gonna do what Jesus promised that yes. they would do you know mm-hmm. for us so yeah it's like I always like to say sacraments are like God reaching down from heaven and like like poking us in the chest like here I am mm-hmm. I'm here and uh, just a real concrete way of God acting in our lives. So salvation as that gift free, freely offered to us, all we must do is, is accept it, right? And act on it, live it out. I think of the bridge illustration, beautiful for those who are watching on video. But um, this decision to accept Jesus' gift 
is daily, hourly, right? Choosing life or choosing death, that, that choice is always before us, but then his mercy is always there as well for the times we fall short, right? Yeah. Always extending that grace to us. Yeah, St. Paul talks about that uh, in, in his letters. He uses salvation um, in like every tense. So it's something that happened to us. It's something that's oh, yeah. happening now and will happen in the future. And that's a great way to see salvation uh, as a, a lifelong process that God is working in us with our cooperation and faith and trust in him. Um, that it's something that he began by his, you know, free gift of love for us, but it's something we have to keep following him in, uh, never give up on. We can't presume that, oh, okay, well, uh, God gave me this gift, and so now I'm going to do whatever I want. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a relationship that we have with him that lasts. Yeah, I've even heard, even in um, among Protestants, though, the term cheap grace even, right? There's even that that term within Protestant tradition that, yeah, we can't just uh, accept and do. It comes with, I guess, mm-hmm. covenantal relationship, right? So, so how does that factor into the message, of the story of salvation, God and His covenant to mankind? He's He's always faithful. Mm-hmm. I mean, He's given us the the new and everlasting covenant in the in the blood of Christ. It's what is you know proclaimed and celebrated and made present at every Mass. The Mass, right? I mean, the Mass. mass. You get to hear it. That's what's, yeah, so beautiful. Every Mass. It's the new and everlasting covenant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something he never gives up on. It's a, it's a, it's a lasting relationship. Um, It's a promise that he's made. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of good news. We just discussed (laughs) a lot of good news. It's a simple answer, but also there's, there's a lot behind it as you unpack it. Um, why, is, why does this matter to every single person on earth and everyone who's ever lived? That this message is for everybody. We're all in need. We're all fallen or broken in some way. We, it, it, it would just be so sad. It, it would be, if we didn't have this good news, I think life would be sad news. <laughs> <laughs> and so it really... You know, changes everything for um, for those who who hear and accept it. That um, this good news means that that life is good, that God is good, that um, there is there is so much hope and greatness. Um, that 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 doesn't exist with, with without it. Yeah, uh, history repeats itself. Human nature doesn't change, and we all know suffering. We all know death and our own weaknesses. And like you said, life would, would be very sad without the good news. Um, and another thing I think of is just the fact of the resurrection. That G- there, there's someone who lived on this earth and died and then rose from the dead. Um, and and that, uh, in, in that resurrection, we now have access to God. Uh, in a way that w- we never had before. And we have got to share that. Uh, that should be something that we always want to let people know about. That It really did happen. It's it's real. And, and I can know Jesus. I can know that, that person who walked this earth and and rose from the dead. I can know him now. Mm-hmm. And, and he can save me from all of my own 
sins and, and brokenness. Right, that story of salvation can play out in your particular situation. Yes. Whatever death you've encountered in, in your life, I'm not just talking about physical death of family and friends and things like that, but addictions or things that have weighed you down or just bad habits and sin, Jesus can redeem you from that. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, so maybe, you know, it's family life chat. Obviously, this message applies to everyone, but particularly for families. Where can they find hope in the gospel? For families, you know, it's funny. I saw um, Father Mike Schmitz. I saw a little video he has out. I haven't watched it yet. It's, it was really popular from like a year ago. It said how family can bring out, why family can bring out the worst in you potentially, but then the good news that we have in, in God. So anyway, the gospel for families. You uh, got any ideas? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um. No, the uh, one thing I uh, I told my sister uh, one time, uh, just kind of in passing, but it, it it is stuck with us both. We talk about it all the time. Uh, is that God's gift of grace makes us do supernatural things, like be patient. You know, or or to love your family, uh, to um, be uh, to stick with a relationship even if it involves suffering, mm -hmm. and and I think that is some good news that should be shared. Absolutely, uh, that God uh, wants to be in the midst of families to lift them up, like we we're talking about, and to uh, but in a very concrete and supernatural way to help families. Um, love and just be what they want to be and I think you know families um, help us just to um, to be able to I guess accept and to to understand and embrace the the good news even even more I think of how it's you know when when uh, parents have have children uh, they realize Oh, maybe it's maybe maybe they haven't been practicing the faith, you know, as as best as they should or whatever. They they realize, oh, like I received this something when I was young, this good news, and my kids need to see that as you know, receive that and hear that good news as as well. So um, maybe I should teach that to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. I should, you know, give them the gift of of, of knowing that good news. Um, you know, just we're, we're, we see in, in our families just because we're so close and, 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 and connected to our family members um, where that redemption needs to happen, where, where the life of Jesus um, needs to, to enter in and, and, and elevate things, <laughs> uh, especially when we, we, we see just the... Um, just just the issues that 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 I'm sure we we all experience in some way or another with with family members that um, you know this this can be a very good thing mm -hmm. with yeah. Jesus mm -hmm. yeah I think the good news for families too is there's always hope right because if God is the anchor in your life there's always hope for any situation or any person you know in our tradition of our faith that offering up 
suffering as redemptive, re- offering up, offer it up, offering our sufferings like Christ did on the cross, that we in, in a small way can play a role in redemption of situations, you know, as Christians. Um, so, yeah, there's always hope. There's a family member that, that is struggling. You can pray for them. Um, you can request masses to be said for them. You can do so much within your family to help them. Yeah, you can be uh, the presence of Christ in your in your family, um, an extension of the incarnation, uh, in a sense, um, uh, an instrument for for God to pour out His healing mercy on on everybody around you. And I think that's that's kind of one step of where where it, it moves from the gospel being just about something that happens to me to those in my immediate circle, mm. and then uh, then it involves you know the greater parish family and like the church family um so we we don't only receive the gospel from others we also have to uh impact others uh after we receive it i think i think that's a great transition kind of a final topic here is how do we do that how do we share the good news of jesus with others what are some ways some practical things we can do Start a podcast. I'm <laughs> we live it. I mean, I think you want, we, share, we share that good news once um, that good news changes us and, 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 and people see, hey, there's, he, he's not sad. He's, you know, whatever. There's a, um, the, the life takes on a new kind of uh, direction and outlook with, with, with understanding Christ and his and and um, this message, um, and that just I think has a radiating effect just in everyday life. That's one way. Like what? What is it with it, with this person? Yeah. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, yeah in a good way. It makes you kind of curious. Yeah, I think uh, also something to maybe not do uh, <laughs> is it, like don't ever control or try to manipulate because I, I think we do that a lot or, or like get focused on the wrong thing uh, when really what we should be doing is just making friends initially helping people feel like they belong and then inviting them to meet this other friend that we know that has had a really uh, big uh, it is a really big part of our lives um, and I think if we're just authentic and real with people and, and living it, and we bring him up in conversation, that mm-hmm. friend of ours, mm-hmm. we want people to know about him, just invite them more and more and, and be okay with, with not, you know, like fixing people or, you <laughs> yeah. know, or trying to get them somewhere where maybe God doesn't need them to be right now, just to trust the process and, um, yeah, and invite people to come a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah, I really just echo that making the, making the invitation, you know. So, you know, maybe you've got friends or family that haven't been to Mass in a while. Maybe you haven't been to Mass in a while. We, we invite you to come to Mass um, or, you know, check out more of these videos or go to a men's group or something to meet this person, Jesus, or, or re-meet this person, Jesus, and experience fullness of life in his church. That's what the DOV Family Podcast is all about. So we have many other episodes coming up. We have more more uh, family life chats coming up the rest of this fall, most of them entitled by you. 
But um, maybe I'll close, fathers, with what, what's one thing you hope people take away from our conversation today about the gospel? So the good news really can make the difference in your life. Jesus, he, he really matters. Yeah. Uh, I would say something similar that um, that the, the good news is good and it is good for me. Yeah. Like I, I want that, uh, or at least just to see that God does care about me. Well, thank you, Fathers K and J, for the first Family Life Chat of the fall in the new studio. We'll have more episodes coming up, and make sure to subscribe to the DLV Family Podcast for weekly episodes every Wednesday. You won't just hear from us, you'll hear from other folks as well every week, new episodes. Thank you both again for your time. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Father Christopher, would you close us with a prayer? Certainly. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, you care for us so much. Thank you for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, to save us, to redeem us. May the world be open and focused on this news above all else. We ask this through the same Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 The Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen.